Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. out there. People are always saying you can't, that you shouldn't, that you're not smart enough, not good enough. This world, it, it beats you up again and again until eventually most people, they just, they just stop trying. But you're not like that. You're a fighter. You always have been. Everybody in your life will have a turn back moment. No matter who you are, you're going to have such a period in your life where it seems like it's not working. You're going to have doubts. You're going to have a lot of trials and tribulations and challenges. You always have a moment in your life where the direction you're going, you will have to make a decision to keep going or you turn back. The sad thing is, the average person turns back. It's hard living. Life is hard. Life is not easy at all. There's going to be challenges. You're going to get beat down. And that tough situation is making you want to stop. And you will fail sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay as long as you get back up. Take that next step. Keep moving forward. And no matter what, do not quit. I don't care how low you are. I don't care what you have done. I don't care what you have experienced. I don't care how devastated your life might appear to be. The shambles it might be in. Wherever you are in life, ladies and gentlemen, you've got comeback power. There's a power in you that can enable you to be stronger and better than anything that's out here. Once you begin to know who you are, once you discover this power, the perfect essence of who you are, that's in all of us, that's permeating our being, that enable us to be the directors of our lives, it will set you free from believing, I can't see myself doing any better. That you truly can live a healthy, happy, prosperous life and that you can make it in what are called the worst of times. Tough times never last, but tough people do. And you are tough. You're made of some special stuff. 
There was nobody here before you. You brought something here that was not here before you showed up. Guess what? Nobody's gonna do your work for you. Nobody's gonna write your book for you. That has been given to you today. You want your stuff? It's necessary you take responsibility for it. That you make it happen, that you don't give up, that you don't take any objection or disappointment or defeats personally, that you keep on keeping on, that you don't decide that I can't make it because you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that you realize that's a part of the program. And here's something you've got to resolve. Say this to yourself every day. Not over till I win. Not over till I get through. Not over till I get over. Not over till I get what I want. That's how you got to do that. You've got to have that kind of courage, that type of determination. If you want to make it happen, it's you. And welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast that pissed off shitbag Steve Commanders and cost my daddy his job and then pissed them off yet again with his number one book, Mental Health Barricade on Amazon. And now your host, my Uncle Mike and best-selling author, my daddy. Fuck you, Commanders. Up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Roll Call Room. I am one of your hosts, Nick, and with Mike, me, Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Mike, how are you, my friend? What's up? What's up? What's up? I have to tell you, bro. Uh, it's been what one episode or two episodes that you have not been on, and yeah, has it been more than that? <laughs> Probably. Has it? Cammy reached out, and Cammy was really, really worried that something major happened. I think the I really honestly think that the fans um they like me. They really, really like me. They do. They do. I, I think that they have PTSD like like a divorced family, like divorced kids, because daddy went out for cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> so I think that they have some like uh shell shock that you're gonna abandon, like you're gonna run for the hills and leave. So and I'm just checking right now. So uh, police mental barricade was one episode, but that was only like 30 minutes long. Uh, corrections, me and William Young did that episode and then I made Sergeant. So three episodes. Oh, no wonder why they were freaking out, dude. You missed like three episodes. Three. Holy shit. But I really wouldn't consider police mental barricade an episode. It was just, I think I put like, um, chapter one of my book and then released that. I think that was the episode, um, which did very, very well. Thank you, everybody out there 
book continues to keep doing very, very well. It's book I don't have yet because you don't send it to me. I am sending you your shit. Hold your fucking horses there, fella. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write my own forward and I'm just going to like put it into the book. If that's what makes you feel better about yourself, like you can't tell me that Travis Yates and Ernie Stevens isn't a better forward than your forward. I'm, I'm sorry. There's like, I love you to death. You're my brother from another mother. But like, what what can you contribute to the beginning of the book that those guys like great fucking pictures? Well, you're not allowed to use any pictures whatsoever from our our past. That's always been the deal. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, yeah. Say, all right, you're right. You're right. You can't see the video, but I have to say your your goatee is growing in very, very nicely. Thanks. Uh, my unauthorized. Yes. Yes. Is it unauthorized? Well, uh, no. What I are mean, they going to do? I mean, you can't even fucking put your papers in. So what's it's, it's a little long. What are going to do to you? Like, you got people fucking dropping like flies in all these departments. And what makes me fun, what makes me laugh about these departments, and I have to be careful because I have one that, that like, I know the inside shit on. And um, what makes me laugh is, is that they continue to keep, like, enforcing these ridiculous policies on these officers when people are leaving in record fucking numbers. Um, they're leaving the profession. Um, private security companies out there are recruiting at an alarming rate, stealing officers from sworn officers to security positions and people are leaving in record numbers and you're still enforcing uh, not having an authorized patch on your outer carry vest, facial hair, um, not covering your tattoos, um, just the most asinine policies that just are fucking stupid, like just absolutely stupid. You're still enforcing. Um, and it just it just proves the point, which is, is that law enforcement leadership right now is disconnected from the boots on the ground. They are so fucking disconnected. They're so focused on uh, community appearance. They're focused on liability. They're focused on Black Lives Matter. They're focused on a lot of things that they should not be focused on. If you are a law enforcement leader right now, commander or a chief, and you don't have a five-year projection plan, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Because within the next 18 months, when this COVID shit goes back, now, the president announced yesterday that there's some sort of therapy or something, some sort of treatment for COVID or whatever. I personally will talk about that. ADD. We'll talk about that for a second. I personally am not fucking trying that drug. Like. That's like buying the first year model of a car. <laughs> like when they put the Ooh, new this, this looks out, good. Let me try yeah, it. When they put the first like Mustang out with the new design fucking trash dude it was they they had so many fucking recalls on the thing i am not going to be the person that gets the shot and walks backwards for the rest of my life yeah no that chick that got the flu shot and then she has to walk backwards for the rest of her life i mean listen you you're gonna wind up fucking taking this pill and it's gonna shrink your penis more than it already is so you don't need that you don't need uh, especially you have micro penis disease and so. then going back to the mustang i mean you're definitely not going to buy the first year mustang you're going to buy you're going to buy this green mustang all souped up that you're a pussy to drive um you're a fucking asshole. so what well i'm just talking about a mustang like you don't want to <laughs> buy the first year mustang you want to buy like a souped up mustang where you kind of go all right, fast all right, all right. now 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 you fucking let the cat out of the bag now you have to tell what people 
talk. What are you about. talking about? What I don't, I don't understand right. what you're talking about. All right, folks. So here's the backstory of that. All right. So I always wanted a Mustang since the time I was a, a kid. I always wanted a Mustang, and I used to buy my cars from this car dealer out where where Mike lives, and I lived in Virginia. So I went out there, and this dealer had this souped up Mustang. It was green. Um, it was called Ectoplasm Green. I love the color of this car. One, you know, multiple awards when I bought the car. I took it to car shows. I won multiple awards with it. It was beautiful. It was a 5.0 with a Coyote engine. I know nothing about cars, folks. I know you put the key in it, you turn it, and it turns on. This car, you would turn it on, and you would feel it not at the top of your, your testicles, but at the bottom, you know, the bottom part that like scrapes up on your boxers, you would feel it down there. That's how rumbly it was at dual exhaust. It was, it was just gold. Did you say gold. rumbly? Rumbly. That's how rumbly it was? Shut the fuck up. So I go there and I was trading in like, I don't know. I've had like a bazillion cars. Mike can tell you, I trade in cars like almost every year. So I went there and I was trading in a car and the dealer was like, you know, I was good friends with him at the time. And he was like, you know, here's the keys. Go take it out for a test drive. Now, the dealership is on a main highway. One way uh, out of the dealership. It's a one one um, one way. So I didn't know that a, that a Mustang 5.0 had that much power. So I'm coming out of the, the driveway of the dealership and I hit the fucking gas on this thing. And I turn this bitch around like it's facing the wrong way on the highway. And luckily, no fucking cars were there. So I don't know why. I don't know why I still chose to buy this car because it was way too much power for me. Like, I was not used to that. And I buy it. And of course, every car that I would get, I would drive right over to Mike's or we would stay over. My family would stay over at Mike's house. And I bring this car up. And Mike's eyes just like light up. Mike loves toys. He likes things that are fast and bright. Uh, actually, no, not bright. You like very dark shit. I'm the opposite of you. Mm -hmm. So you're like, let's take this bitch on the fucking freeway. And I'm like, okay. And we get in the car. There's audio of this. You, we have to, you have to send me the video because I don't have it anymore. And I'll, I'll release it on the show. Um, so we get on the freeway. And then I can email this to you. Can you get the speedometer? I don't want to object, uh, uh, obstruct your view. Your view should be all this. Oh, fuck. Uh, we got to slow down let this car. I'll only play a little bit. A little distance? Yeah. Put it up to the microphone. Holy shit. Fucking. What? What's the matter? There's a lot of traffic on 135. My, put my seatbelt yeah. on. Yeah, right? can you? Nah, fuck that. Mike. 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 Yes. Mike. Dude, we're at 100. Mike. Mike, please. Dude, it wasn't that fast. We just hit 100. We're getting off, right? Yeah. Oh, 
I don't. Oh, just flick my eye. Oh, this might be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get rid of those. Can I stop this or are we still doing this? Mike? Mike? Motherfucker! So as you can tell from that audio, this fucker like gets on the and on top of that, you don't wear a fucking seatbelt, which is super, super unsafe. No, I put it on. It was on. I don't know why. Dude, it stop. You can hear the fucking buzzing. No, that was yours. No, it was. You know that that's a fucking lie right there. Well, yeah, that is true because you were hugging that shit like it was like. You literally got that thing up to 120 miles an hour in such a short period of time. No, kidding me? That was like 30, bro. No, stop it. It was the mufflers. It was the mufflers. You have to admit that that was a fucking nice car, bro. That That was was probably top five cars I've ever gotten. I regret getting rid of that car. That was a fast car. That that car was was sick. It was fast, but I'll tell you, it got me in a lot of trouble. I used to get stopped by Virginia State Troopers a lot on my way home when I work late at night. And then the other problem with a loud car like that is it's super, super annoying for your neighbors, especially when you have nice neighbors and you work midnight shift and you come home like real, real early in the morning. Uh, I always felt like an asshole. I always, I always like got in the driveway and put it into neutral. (laughs) I was like, shit. Um, so well, that's how I am with my motorcycles, but now yeah, I'm just really loud. Now I'm just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I'm a douchebag. Do, do they complain? No, nah, not really, but I just make sure to rev it a little more when I pull into uh, my driveway. Jesus Christ, dude, I would never want to fucking live next to you, never in a million years. So on, I'm a good guy. So that goes way, way back, man. I must have bought that car. You know what? I was just cleaning out my garage and I found the first trophy that that car won. And I think it was like, man, I wasn't even a sergeant back then. Um, that was about seven years ago. Damn, was it? Oh, I must have just before I got promoted. So yeah. just, just before I got promoted. Damn. Well, you know what? I I must have posted it seven years ago. So it could have been. Uh, probably was longer than that. I would. Yeah. I wanted to say it was like nine or ten years ago. Yeah, it has to be nine or ten years ago. It has to be. But that's the kind of shenanigans. So when people turn around and they're like, because I get messages from people like f- playfully that they're like, you know, why are you always fucking with Mike? Like, why are you always fucking with him? Why are you always fucking trash? And like, and I was like, listen, you, the the mic you see on the fucking show is nothing compared to when we turn the microphone and off, man. Like that guy's fucked me, fucked with me so many fucking times. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You sent me a chocolate dick. Oh, oh. I still <clears throat> oh, have okay. confetti all over the studio in here. Oh, so all right, let's let's talk about that. Uh, so, here we go. so 2020. So I'm home. I get a package, and you know, my wife knows I love my packages. Mm-hmm. I I'm a shopping whore. Yep. I you know I got more shoes than she does. Mm. It's it's pretty fucking pathetic. So I get a package and I'm like, fuck yeah, I got a package. I'm like, hmm, let's see who it's from. Let's see who it's to. Because sometimes you know you get you know bullshit packages for the neighbors and I kind of open them up by accident. So I wanted to just make sure it was mine. So it says. Sex master, Mike, my last name. And then it was a good because it says senior. 
I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people don't know this, but your son has the same name as you. Right. He's a junior and you're a senior. So I look at it. I look at my girl and I just shake my head and she's like, what's the matter? I'm like, it's on. (laughs) What are you talking about? I go, I'm going to open this fucking thing up and it's going to be, something's going to explode either. And literally I smelt it because I'm like, he, he shit in this. (laughs) <laughs> he's he shit in this i said it doesn't smell but i he, there's something in here <clears throat> so i'm like all right fuck it let me man up i opened it up and it's a very cute very cute inflatable friend judy. named judy yeah and uh she is kind of cute she's oh why she's, isn't her mouth open um I thought I cut I a, I'll, I'll cut a hole in her later. I mean, um, I don't know why. Weird. I'm kind of surprised that that's still in the packaging. I would have thought by now that would have been inflated. You should inflate that and put that behind you as a as a backdrop when we do a live. Yeah, that'd be pretty that'd funny. Be, you know what? Judy is now a character on the show. All right, and then you know what? When uh, when I come down to see you, bring Judy. I'll bring Judy. We'll put her in the. We'll put her in the guest seat. We'll uh, we'll uh, dress her up in it. We'll dress her up in, in maybe some type of uniform. Yeah, I still have a couple left over, and we'll put a little hat on her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Judy. Judy is. Uh, Judy might be the new name for command staff. <laughs> so so I pull this thing out. My wife's like, "Oh my god, put that thing away." I'm like. <laughs> Why? Now I'm like fucking around with it. She's oh my god, the boys. I go, all right, so they can learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, are you fucking serious? I go, I'm fucking joking. This she prank goes, war is taking a toll on our family. Oh us. god. She's it, like, she's like, you're gonna get them. I go, prank war 2020. 2020 is already fucked up, so we might as well yeah, fuck it up I, even more. Let me tell you something. You know where I got Judy from? I got her on Amazon. Really? And I gotta tell you, man, I didn't know Amazon sold a lot of like freaky shit. Like, yeah. you know, like as you can tell from my reaction, I don't buy a lot of like freaky shit. No, because you like to go into the store and test it out first. Oh, who doesn't? Nice. I mean, I like to smell it. I like to taste it. I like to feel it in my hands and on my lips. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like to preview the movies. I'm that guy from Blockbuster. Those of our fans that are like millennials, they're like blockbuster. What? what? What's a blockbuster? Blockbuster? Isn't that a firework? Yeah, that was like blockbuster was like the only place to buy like the new releases of movies, and you better get there real early, or else when you got there, the only thing that was there was the cover of the movies, nothing behind it. No, oh, man, remember the struggle? You get so fucking excited, yeah, and you you're like, oh yeah, 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 and then you go and you pull the fucking box and you're like the white box behind it yeah, it's just it's just a fucking box of the of the movie and you're like fuck well you get the movie and then you go to the fucking register and you have to buy fucking you know 10 pounds of fucking um candy candy and yeah. then you go and then it's like um okay so you're gonna purchase this movie oh you were two days late on the return of the other one you didn't rewind it you didn't rewind it. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to have to charge you. Like, Motherfucker. Yeah. 
Blockbuster got me for fucking thousands, bro. Thousands of dollars. Oh, we'd go up to your and, shop and 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 yes. get movies and not return them. Yeah. Oh, I can't even remember because they would I mean back then a movie they would charge like $39.99 for a $12 fucking movie if you never returned it. So they would double the price of the movie if you didn't return the movie. Oh, and then you had like the uh, PlayStation games. Yeah. Oh my God. Remember when we had PlayStation at the tattoo uh, studio? Yeah. I we think... never returned those fucking. Uh, no, we never did. No. And then Redbox came out and then like block, but I actually, you know, what's funny is when I was cleaning out my garage and I found the trophy for the car, I found my blockbuster membership card just recently. Nice. I still have it. Nice. I still, still have it. I love it. I love it. Um, so, <clears throat> so we're going back. Um, so prank war 2020 is on, um, you know, uh, so I was saying Amazon has like, dude, I was actually really, really shocked. Like I was like, this is fucking crazy how much shit, uh, Amazon sells. That's like so adult oriented. Like it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I usually go on eBay for the used stuff. I like, you know. Just like the car. You don't ever want to get a first model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, people. I'm kidding, folks. Well, eBay, man, eBay is uh, legit. I, I stopped using eBay for a while um, only because I got scammed like a couple of times. But they're legit now. Like they, their shit's really good. I'm an eBay whore. Yeah. You've been an eBay whore since like the inception of eBay. Mm-hmm. That's like PayPal. I, I never like using PayPal because you used to do so many fucking police reports for scams. And now that's like all that I use, like for the book, for the book sales and stuff. That's all I use because they're uh, shipping stuff on PayPal is pretty awesome. I don't want to plug them too hardcore because they're not like a sponsor. So, um, but yeah, so that's what we got going on. So I want to go back <clears throat> about departments. Excuse me. Sorry for coughing in the mic. Yeah, thanks. Um, so professional. I want to go back about, you know, departments really emphasizing on shit that they shouldn't be emphasizing, especially now. And I want to talk about a specific incident right now in, um, before we get into that, you know, you got stuff in Portland and you got stuff in Seattle and you got stuff in Chicago going on right now. And you see the unrest and you see politicians, you know, dancing around and placating to these, um, these groups, some of them that should be declared a terrorist organization, um, I'm not going to get into the names because that's not what the show we don't we don't get into politics and stuff. But, you know, you see stuff like Chicago where you have a mayor who basically allows uh, rioters to destroy the city and then blocks off her block where she lives with massive police presence to stop protests from happening in front of her house. Yeah. And, but, and didn't she say, like, you know, she has the right to protect her family? Yeah. 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 Or some shit then, like that. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. man. And then and then you have in Portland now, now you have these rioters going into residential areas at three o'clock in the morning and waking up um, the actual taxpayers, the ones that actually work for a living and chanting outside of their homes, get the fuck out and shit like that. And nobody's mm-hmm. doing it. You know, the silent majority better start speaking up. Like these folks that are actual taxpayers, um, the ones that are 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 sympathizers, they have you. What you don't understand is is that now that you've given them a foot, they've taken a yard. Um, the property damage alone that they're creating, 
um, lighting up police precincts, lighting up police headquarters. Who the fuck do you think is going to pay to replace all that shit? Minnesota just turned around and announced that the that the uh, police headquarters in Minneapolis that they torched. They announced the four million dollar um, new police headquarters that are going to be built to replace it. Way to fucking go. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? Who's going to who's going to pay for that? Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for it when you go to the cash register in Minnesota and you see the state, uh, the, the the sales tax go up. You're going to see that your restaurant tax goes up. Your food tax goes up. Tax, 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 tax. And the ones that aren't paying it are the ones that don't have a job, that live in the basement of their, their parents' house, that are keyboard warriors, that get sprayed with pepper spray and they crumple like like little bitches oh my god i i I, I fucking love the video where the one guy gets hit with a um oh the the the, uh, the rubber, rubber bullet and they put a tourniquet on him a tourniquet on him and he's like oh my god i don't want to lose my leg yeah. Yeah. and I, then she's like stay with me man stay oh. with me like oh i fucking love that video that's great you know like you have news media outlets that clip that and they don't tell the right story. So the narrative is, is that the police shot him, not shot him with a rubber bullet. Um, and, and you know, it makes you look back to the fire hose days and the German shepherd days where, you know, in the 60s, when when the race riots were going on and the police would just come out there with a fire hose and just fucking fire hose them. And a lot of times in Europe, that's what they do. They use blue water, like blue dyed water still now. And what they do is they make an announcement to get out of the street, get out of the street, get out of the street. And then they come with this, like, looks like a fire truck with a cannon on it. I think they use it at the airports, too. And they just open up this fucking thing with this blue dye water. And it just blows you all over the fucking place. And then it dies you. So you're 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 blue for like a week. So, like, when you walk into the fucking Starbucks, like the next day after your big your big protest, you look like a fucking you look smurf. Fucking smurf. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows that you're an idiot. Hilarious. So I bring all this up because um, just before uh, we taped this episode, there was an incident that happened in Georgia. I'm going to play a clip of it. Mike had not seen it just before the episode, so we kind of watched it um, before. I clipped the audio, and I want to play it for you. So this Georgia cop gets a call for service. This is not self-initiated. He gets a call for service. He goes out to this house, and this is what he encounters. You know, the video is way more uh, intense than the audio. Um, You can hear it in the video. He tells her, 
uh, to leave. She doesn't. She says no. She refuses. He tells her that she's under arrest. She says no. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. Um, and then he warns her. He warns her, and he he excellent verbal skills, uh, actual excellent verbal communication. As a former supervisor, this is exactly what I would want to see. This is exactly what I would love to have. The video. A lot of times when I was a supervisor and I had to investigate a use of force, I would love family members that would come like up to me and go, I got video of this shit. I got video. And I'd be like, fucking fantastic. Send email it to me right now. Or I'd take my phone and I would record it off of their phone. It's ghetto, but I would record it off because once you leave the scene that you're never going to fucking see these people again and they're never going to send you this video. So. I knew as a supervisor, I better fucking get it right now. Any way that I can get it, even if it's just audio. And this would exonerate my officers 100% of the time. Because nine times out of ten, the family attorney uh, that's out there, which is the ones that are screaming and yelling, um, help exonerate the officer. So what does this Georgia cop get right after this incident comes out? Of course, it goes viral. This officer gets suspended. He gets, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's incorrect. He gets put on a desk. He gets put on administrative duty. They fire him after two days. They fire him. And what do they fire him for, Mike? <laughs> they, they fire him for conduct. So he broke department values. Unbelievable. Listen, I, I mean, I watched the video. Verbal commands, loud, mm-hmm. clear. Very, very well done. Non-compliant perp, non-compliant, mm-hmm. taser, taser, mm-hmm. compliant. And then and I then mean, she goes, I can't roll over because the dart is in my leg. Listen, it's not in your leg like a fucking blow dart. It's not in your leg like a shark, a shark dart that you put a fucking tracker in. <laughs> Those fucking darts barely go in your fucking skin. Barely. Barely. She probably could have pulled it out. And the thing is, is this this is what we're breeding right now is, is what is the fucking point of getting out of your fucking car right now? What is the fucking point? What is the point? You have to evaluate right now in law enforcement. You need to evaluate whether or not this is important for you to get out of the car. And I hate that I'm saying that being a career law enforcement officer. I hate that. Um, but we're about to run out of time. We're going to come back from break and we're going to we're going to discuss this some more. So uh, just hold on, folks, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey folks, I'm so excited about this brand new sponsor, Ferocious Beard Company. This company is fantastic. They have a lot of great assortments of beard wax, wash, and oils. They've got apparel, they've got soaps, they've got a whole bunch of different things. Go to ferociousbeard.com, use promo code ROLLCALLROOM, and you get 20% off. I absolutely love their products. Telling you, I've used a lot of different beard products. Mike and I have been searching for a beard company for a long time as a sponsor. 
and we finally found the best company out there, which is Ferocious Beard Company. And they're out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Go on ferociousbeard.com, use promo code Roll Call Room, and you get 20% off. Oh, I love that fucking song. Yeah, I forgot about these guys. This guy died. Did he? Yeah. The lead singer of Drowning Pool. He died, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. I fucking, yeah. fucking listen to that, that shit all the time, man. I listen to that in the tattoo studio all the time. Fuck yeah, man. So <clears throat> going back to the Georgia officer, um, I'm sorry, folks. We're very limited with the the, the um, platform that we use. We have, to, we have to make sure that we stay under a certain time uh, each segment. So um, we, we are professionals. Yeah, yeah, real professionals. XM Serious Radio. Um, so, um, you know, I, I hate to say this, folks uh, that are out there. You know, you really need to evaluate whether you are one good stop away from getting fired. I mean, that's pretty much what it boils down to. You are one good stop away from getting fired. And you know what's pretty sad is that, you know, you can't just single out any department. No. You know, it, no. it's it's no. nationwide. No. It's It's nationwide. ridiculous. It, it, it doesn't matter whether or not you're in Georgia, you're in Virginia, you're in fucking California. It doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. The the inmates are running the asylum. You have paper leaders, patch leaders running around. Uh, they look at something like this and they're automatically like, fuck, we got to mitigate the liability. We don't want we don't want um, this terrorist organization marching on our headquarters. Um, we can't afford for this. We can't afford for that. And as far as officer, um, you know, officers well-being or anything, that shit's out the fucking window. It's out the window. Um, looking back and watching that video, um, and I, this is not Monday morning quarterbacking, folks. Looking at that video now, I'm sure if that officer who's now no longer employed looks at that, he would have turned around and been like, you need to leave. No, fuck you. All right, cool. Peace. Yeah, but you know what? Then he would have been fucked the other way. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I have to read the backstory, but I don't know what the call for service was. But it sounds like he was called there um, for disturbance or some shit, or to remove her. Or I, I don't know. But whatever it is, I mean, he had a lawful reason to to arrest her. She refused. Uh, his use of force is within the use of force continuum. Uh, couldn't have used OC spray too close. Too many people around. Too many people around. Yeah. yeah. I, I listen. I mean, I. I, I think he did a good job. I mean, what more can it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter, Mike. What more can he do? I mean, what it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't. And, and and you folks out there, my 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 fear is is that our profession we're going to turn into just peacekeepers. That's all we're going to turn into. We're not going to be law enforcement. Pro- proactive policing is fucking. But, but I want to know what department value did he break? The department value of is we don't want to get fucking sued and we don't want to riot. Like, 
Yeah, but you know what? I mean, this day and age, now everybody's got that's the first thing out of somebody's mouth. Was, I'll sue you. Uh, you yeah. know, Black you know, life. this life matters, and life. and and uh, come on, man. Like you know, I got into it. I was walking across the street the other day. Yes, hello. Oh, do we have a caller? Hey, hey, what's up, man? It's uh, it's um. Oh. Hey, Mike. Hey, Hurry. pal. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? What well, have you been up to since uh, your whole little village collapsed? Uh, it's not a village. Please, please stop. I listened to the other episode. I really appreciate, uh, you know, how it's portrayed. Um, you know, they did, they did, uh, you know, they took the the uh, community away from us, and I'm back to work. Oh, back to work. What are you doing? Um, I'm a greeter. Very nice. Yeah, I greet people. I give stickers out. Oh, what kind of stickers? Smiley stickers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Nice. And and, and just for the record, I am a law enforcement officer. I mean, really? Yes. I've okay. Been I've been trained. What law? The law of of um, my people, uh, the travelers. Of Chaz? Chaz Shop. Hmm. We're gonna we're gonna take it back. All right. Hey, so let me let me ask you a question. Somebody somebody asked me this, and um, they wanted me to relay a message. Mom, to you. Now, I'm, I'm on the phone, mom. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah, ma. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Thank you. Meatloaf again. How'd you know? Yeah, you know. Mom, so, this mom, this is cold in the middle, mom. I'm on the phone. Uh, I'm doing an interview, mom. Thank you, mommy. I love you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So during the looting. Mm-hmm. Did you get a nice couch for mom's basement? I, I I can't answer that. I got a new keyboard though. You tough, tough guy keyboard. I don't like your tone. No, well, there's no tone, buddy. There's no, there's nothing but love. I don't, I can't. Nothing but. I'm love. gonna eat my meat, love. Fuck you. All right. Bye, bud. Oh, dude, I can't believe he called in. Yeah, it just like took over. Like fucking, he must have hacked in. Hacked he's been trying to get in for a while. He's been emailing and messaging like constantly. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's kind of like my old department. They just they rear their ugly head every once in a while. Yeah. You know, fake he's accounts for their skin. Oh, I just, you know, I just 13th grade with guns, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking love that 13th grade with guns. I like y- that. You know, like, come on, man. Like. All right, so you know what? You got ass hurt. Live with it, deal with it, and be done with it. And I'm and listen, and I know you guys are listening. Uh thank you uh for the support. Um thank you for getting, you know, more um like I don't know, I guess your bullshit ammunition of what you want to throw back at Nick. But come on, man, let's just grow up. You know, this, this podcast, you like it, you don't like it. Don't listen. I just, you know, uh, people are wondering what's going on. It, we have a certain number of people from my former agency. A couple of them are sergeants. Uh, a couple of them are commanders. One or two are officers that create these fake accounts and then they come on and they comment. They comment about, you know, my reason for leaving the department. They're fixated on this GoPro um, bullshit, uh, which is hilarious. Oh, I like I like the picture. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. know what? I'm, I apologize. I started. I started this conversation. I don't know if you wanted to. No, 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 no. I'm fine. Deal with it. But fine. listen, if you're gonna, I've just decided now to tag the city and the department in every 
every time one of these shitheads do this, I'm going to tag the city and the department in it. Um, and then just make it pu- public. Like I will personally pay to, to, to boost if, post. If you're going to like, if you're going to make up a picture, not make up a picture, but you know, doctor a picture with a GoPro on somebody's head, make it look good. Yeah. Get a higher pixel rate. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, come on, man. Listen, I'm not knocking you. I like the, I like the, um, the name, the name, Richard Negrero. You know, I like very creative with the names. I very and listen, some some of the pictures are very creative. You know, yeah. I, I, oh, I, you know, but I lying. But come on, man, just get better pixels. You know, use markers instead of fucking Crayola crayons. Well, you know what I like about that? Like, uh, so my my book when they started that that day, my book was like number seven on Amazon, and it shot up because I, I reposted it like I use it as an advertisement now and it shot up to number two like within an hour thank so you you're thank helping you. <laughs> I appreciate it I, I really appreciate the uh the help because now yeah, what I do, that's, like, that's, you know what I didn't think about I didn't mean to cut you off I didn't think about that that's actually pretty good because you know what people are like holy shit what's the dirt like what? What's the deal with 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 what the fuck happened with these leaders? The Yo, let's get it. And yeah. then the fuck, it's fucking here's, awesome. Here's the thing: I left April twentieth. We're in we're in September at this point. Okay, you got what you wanted. I'm out of there. You're mad because I wrote a book and I exposed everything bad about the Alexandria City, Virginia Police Department that there is. Um, I, um, and you, um, you know, double spaced the lines. Oh, that was the other. They, they made a comment that that my book was double spaced like a middle schooler. Yeah. And you know what, motherfuckers? We're all cops. We hate reading small print. Yeah. You know it. I know it. Everybody fucking knows it. So thank you for the double print. Yeah. Well, uh, here's two things. First of all, that was what was required from Book Baby, my publisher, which was double spacing and the specific format for the book. That's what they required. I didn't I didn't ask to do that. Um, and the book would have been 100 pages instead of 119 pages if it was single spaced. Uh, if that is your only fucking like argument about the whole entire book is the double spacing. I like how they said that because it's not you lied in the book. Because that's the mantra on Facebook is, is that I'm a liar and I'm a thief. Like I stole a GoPro and I lie all the time. Uh, you didn't say anything about lying in the book. And every one of those stories that are in that book is truthful. And if it wasn't that my attorney wouldn't allow me to name them in the in the book, um, when it comes to deposition and suing the shit out of the city and the police department, those names will come out. So. The first of all, one of the people that it's mentioned in that book, she puts her husband up to creating these fake book, uh, fake Facebook accounts. Um, so keep it up. You're helping book sales. You really are, um, because like you said, they want to they people want to know what the dirt is about the police department. And that is the dirt. And it continues to keep going on. They just made recent promotions in that department. And lo and behold, one of the lieutenants that got promoted was the guy right after me on the lieutenant's list. I was number four. He was number five and he was in internal investigations. Isn't that a little weird? Isn't that a little weird that I get investigated? I'm number four on the lieutenant's list. This guy's number five. I get pushed out of the department and he gets promoted. That's corruption at its highest. Like I I don't, any person that, that 
is in law enforcement sees that and goes, you guys are a bunch of fucking clowns. So 13th grade. 13th grade. I wouldn't hop on it too much. Oh, no, no. I, yeah, I didn't mean to bring it up. I just no, no, no. I get you know, a better graphic me, design. It doesn't bother me anymore. I, I actually I turn it into a positive now. Like I said, I clip it. I put. I make a poster out of it and I put it as an advertisement. And then what I do is I I tag the city and the police department, and they can't delete it because it's a it's a government uh, Facebook page. They can't delete it. They can't delete the comments. They can't do anything. Um, and we'll, we'll just continue to keep doing this. We'll just keep doing this until time, you know, till time runs out for them. Um, it's good I'm too, because you're, you're documenting, oh, yeah, you're document, yeah, documenting everything for the future. So I'm, whatever. I'm all the way to the bank. Cause all you're doing is helping, helping the cause you're helping the book sales, um, and you're helping donations because a lot of the proceeds from the book go to uh, good, good organizations. So like, uh, blue help. So, uh, so enough with them. So, um, you know, I, um, I think folks, when you're out there, you're doing all this stuff. I think you need to really, really think about whether or not it's worth getting out of a car, whether or not it's worth, um, you know, whether or not it's worth your time to turn around and, um, encounter citizens out there and really look at what you're, what you're doing out there. Cause they certainly are, um, and it's sad. Sad times we are. We're we're in. You know, it's uh, it's aggravating, frustrating. It's sad times with the police departments are uh, are going through. Uh, you know, I, I think it'll get better <laughs> eventually. Yeah, um, I don't see it anytime in the near future. Um, you know, everything that um, in New York, everything that was built up by prior um, mayors. It's destroyed. The post had a bed, uh, the best thing, you know, it said years of, of crime fighting pissed away. And there's this guy pissing on the streets of the city. That's okay now. Cause you know, if people have to go, they got to go graffiti pissing all over the place. Turns out you might as well just make the, the subway free at this point. What's yeah. the point? Arjun? You just jump over the turnstile. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to arrest you. Yeah. You know, and that's what happened when Giuliani, whether, you know, your feelings on Giuliani currently versus back in the day, you need to do your you need to do your research on the guy because the guy single handedly brought down the the mafia in New York when he was the attorney general there. So whether you like him or you don't like him, uh, he was a crime fighter. Then he became the mayor and he cleaned up the city. And like you said, all the hard work from the NYPD, all the hard work from, you know, all these folks, it's all gone now. It'll take you 10 years to fix what's been damaged there, and you'll never, ever get it back. And that's the same thing in Portland, Seattle, Chicago. You know, all these all these cities and communities that are being destroyed. Good luck. Good luck, because you're, I tell you, your your um, your recruitment. Good luck getting anybody that's going to want to, you know, join your police department. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, enough with that. Um, I want to do, uh, do something new on the show. I had this fantastic idea and, um, you know, Mike has no idea about it. And I Great. just want to, I fucking love these moments. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking family feud, police family feud. I am your host, Nick. Thank you for tuning in. You could have tuned in to any game show. But you tuned in to our show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, introduce my first contestant, 
Mike. Mike is barely the co-host of a international podcast known as the Roll Call Room Podcast. Um, listen to 45 countries and all 50 states. Mike enjoys brisk walks on the beach, occasionally dabbling into cross-dressing. And it says here, Mike belongs to the My Little Pony Fan Club for Men. Mike, how are you? And welcome to Law Enforcement Family Feud. How are you? You can nobody can see it at home, Wait, but you, you see the you see the disgust of my face right now. <laughs> We're gonna get right into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Mike, we asked a hundred um loosely, a hundred uh survey um people i guess that's what they call it survey people top five things in antifa we surveyed a hundred people we surveyed a hundred people shut the fuck up so first of all uh we surveyed the uh a hundred people what are the top five things an antifa protester says top five things a protest uh, antifa protester says ouch can i hear ouch I'm sorry, Mike. That was not the right answer. Uh, go again, please. Do you know who my daddy is? Uh, judges, will we take... Uh, do you know who my daddy is? Yes, my dad's a lawyer. Number one. Survey answer. Number one. Very good. Mike, go ahead. I'll sue you. Um, uh, judges, will we take I'll sue you? I know my rights. Number three. Very good. You can ask the question again. If you can do it right, you got to ask the question again. An Antifa protest protester says, my fuck. Top five things an Antifa protester says. Ten seconds on the board. Black Lives Matter. Well, you should know on this show that we don't. We don't do that. Um, Sorry. I mean, what the fuck? Mike number three. Mike number three. uh, Top five things an Antifa processor says. Where are the bricks? (laughs) Where are the bricks? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Survey, what else do you have on there? I want my mom. Oh, Mm, number two. That's a good one. That's a good one. Number four. My friend is recording. Yep. Yep. And number five, these cuffs are too tight. <laughs> All right. We asked a uh, hundred. Uh, we surveyed a hundred people. We surveyed a hundred people. I'm going to get it by the last one. We no, surveyed a hundred people and we asked the top five things a drunk in the back of your police cruiser says. Top five things a drunk in the back of your cruiser says. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Yes, number five. Number five. Top can five I, things, Mike, that the drunk. Can I get another drink? Can I get another drink? No, I'm sorry, Mike. That's not on there. Top five things a drunk in the back of the cruiser says. I pissed myself. <laughs> I pissed myself. Number one. Boom. Very good. Very good. Top five things drunk in the back of a cruiser says. Can we stop at the bar? 
Can we stop at the bar? Nope. Sorry. That's two strikes. Top five things, Mike, that a drunk would say in the back of the car. Try and remember when you were in the back of the car. Please do some self-reflecting. <laughs> Top five things, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Survey, what do we have? Number two, I'm hungry. Number three, ah, uh, can I go home? It's mm, a good one. Number four, this Uber has no leg room. <laughs> and I think you got number five, which was I have to throw up. Very good, Mike. We're going to move on. We surveyed a hundred people. Boom. Good job. Top five things a shitty commander says. Top five things a shitty commander says. Hmm. Because I'm the commander. Because I'm the commander. Oh, bullshit. No, That's fucking sorry. Up That's up there. I'm sorry. Not in the top 100 people. Now, now, is this the same? Yes. Top five things a shitty commander says, Mike. Because I said so. Because I said so. Yes, it is on there. Number three, because I said so. Top five things a shitty commander says. Oh, there's so many. Oh, there is. But the only top five, because um, I said so, is already on the board. Top five things. Top five things a shitty commander says on a daily basis. Um, top five things, Mike. Uh, oh, two uh, Mike. Oh, come on. What the fuck? How many top seconds are you giving me? Commander says, Mike. Um, um. You're putting me on the fucking spot here. Um, Top five things. Why didn't you do it? Why was in the middle of fucking saying it? Survey says this is always the way we've done it. Number one. Well, I was going to say. Number two, don't worry about what I'm doing. Worry about what you're doing. Mm. Mm. You already said because I said so. That was number three. Number four. Suck it up. Hmm. And number five, we can all relate to this one. This is only going to hurt for a minute. All right. Number five was this is only going to hurt for a minute. Hmm. Better known as get ready for promotion. Hmm. All right. We surveyed a hundred people. Top five things the mayor of Chicago is saying right now. Top five things. The mayor of Chicago is saying right now. I need to protect my family. One would think that, but sorry. Top five things the mayor of Chicago is saying right now, Mike. I could really go for a Chicago deep dish pizza. That actually would have been funnier, but is not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Top five things that... The mayor of Chicago, Beetlejuice, is saying right now. (laughs) Top five things. The mayor of Chicago, highest crime, is saying right now. I should really get my hair did. Oh, my God. I should get my hair did. I'm sorry, Mike. You got none of those. Number one survey says, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> number two survey says wow 40 murders in one bit be- one day not bad 
Why did I fire that chief of police for DUI? Number four, I hope we have nationwide insurance. Number five, these fires suck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to the bonus round. Mike, this is what's going to happen. Um, I'm not good in fucking speed rounds, man. Come on. Well, I think you'll do fine. Yeah, Mike, yeah. this is what we're going to do. <sighs> what you'll do is you'll just give your answer. And then what we'll do is we'll go through what the actual answers are. Okay. I hate these fucking games for the record. What's the most important thing to remember while on duty? Watch your back. Watch your back. Okay. What's the best time to do traffic stops? Daytime. Okay. What's the best thing to get the urine smell out of your uniform? What, say that again? What's the best thing to get the urine smell out of your uniform? Is it my urine or someone else's? What's the best thing to get urine out of your uniform? This is bonus round. Like Piss you. on it yourself. Piss on it. Mark yourself. your territory. What's the most important thing to do to get promoted? Get a good pair of knee pads. Get a good man. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you get promoted? Cut the balls. What's the best way to fix morale? Buy everybody a have a pizza party. All right. We're very well done. Very well done. <laughs> what? We're going to start with the first one. What's the most important thing to remember while on duty? You said. What'd you say? Oh, I got to fucking repeat it? Yeah. Watch your back. Watch your back. Watch your back. Is it on there? No points. What's the best time to do traffic stops? You said morning time. Survey says. What's the best thing to do to get the urine smell out of your uniform? You said piss on it yourself. Nothing. What's the most important thing to do to get promoted? You said have strong knee pads. Good set of knee pads. Good set of knee pads. Survey says that's number one. Have strong knees was on there, but we okay. gave it to you. Okay. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you get promoted? You said cup the balls. Very good. Unfortunately, it wasn't on there. What's the best way to fix morale? You said pizza party. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the number one answer. Okay, survey says, what's the most important thing to remember while on duty? Where the clean bathrooms are. Hydrate. Don't get flagged down. Wear gloves all the time. What's the best time to do traffic stops? Survey said, number one, never. Number two, a.m. Number three, 1 a.m. Number four, 12 a.m. Number five, New Year's Eve. What's the best thing to get the urine smell out of your uniform? You said piss on yourself. Number one answer was OxyClean. Sorry. Number two, you can't get the piss smell out. Number three, Tide. A Tide stick or the actual Tide? Number four was Antifa tears. (laughs) Number five was Carol Baskin's urine. What's the most important thing to do when you get promoted? You said have strong knees or have strong knee pads. You were correct on that. Number two was anal. Number three was no gag reflex. Number four was always blame others. Mm, That's a good one. 
Number five was starfish. Not sure what that means, but it says on here that the survey says starfish. Mm. What's the first thing you do when you get promoted? You didn't get any of them right. The first answer was buy a mini fridge for your office. <laughs> Number two, send an email to everybody saying that you're a cool commander or a new, you know, you're a cool supervisor, but you're really a dick. Number three, forget where you came from. Number four, take micromanagement courses and immediately you are the expert in management. <laughs> What's the best way to fix morale? You said pizza party. That was number one. Number two, donuts. Number three, bagels with no cream cheese or butter. Number four, they're always free. Smiles. Smiles, Mike. Always free. Number five was high fives. Those are also free. Hugs. Number six was say everything's going to be okay. Say everything's going to be okay. We'll get through this. Everything's we'll going to be this. okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for coming and tuning into the police family feud. Mike, I hope you had a good time. You yes. want absolutely nothing. It's fucking great. I hope you had fun. No. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you great for tuning fun. in to the Roll Call Room podcast. We hope you had a good time on the show. Mike, anything you want to say? As always, nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, you can reach me at nick at rollcallroom.com or mike at rollcallroom.com. We hope that you're staying safe out there. Don't forget to check us out on rollcallroom.com. And if you haven't already purchased Police Mental Health Barricade, a survivor's guide to poor law enforcement leadership, please check it out. Mike, it's a pleasure as always. Love you, brother. All right, folks. <laughs> Great job. Mike, outstanding job on that game. You really I hate your fucking games. I hate yeah. your games. They suck. I'm going to get like two right. They suck. I hate your fucking games. Stupid. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you could get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today.